Bidzy Small Business Society number 186. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Hey guys, quick message to let you know I've teamed up with Audible and I wanted to give you the opportunity to try their platform free for 30 days. And along with that 30-day free trial is a free audiobook download from a library of over 180,000 titles. I recently listened to Tim Ferriss's 4-Hour Workweek and you'll find other audiobooks from great entrepreneurs like Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, Robert Kiyosaki, as well as tons of other nonfiction and fiction authors. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy, B-I-D-S-Y. Try it free for 30 days. There's no obligation. You've got nothing to lose and a free audiobook download to gain. That's at audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Welcome to another episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today, I am talking to Kathy Fetke. Kathy is the co-founder and CEO of The Real Wealth Network, which is a California-based real estate investment group with over 16,000 members. She is passionate about helping others achieve real wealth, which she defines as having the freedom and money to live life on your own terms. Kathy is a frequent contributor to some major media outlets like CNN, CNBC, Fox News, and more, and she shares her wisdom and expertise around creating passive income streams on the Real Wealth Show podcast. Welcome, Kathy. Thanks for taking the time today. Can you first tell us more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today? Sure. Yeah, I um, run a real estate investment group called the Real Wealth Network, and we help people basically become job optional. <laughs> so uh, Love we, that we don't term. Re- that's great <laughs> <laughs> through passive income and we make it easy. We simplify the process because it can be overwhelming. People are already so busy just trying to pay for today, let alone for tomorrow. So, um, you know, we, we offer a tremendous amount of education on my podcast, which as I told you is one of the longest running on iTunes. I think we had it posted before anybody listened (laughs) 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 or even knew what a podcast was. Uh, and so 13 years you said in the pre-chat, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. My husband, yeah, he was like, Hey, there's this, I had a radio show. And so he said, Hey, I think we can just upload your show onto this new thing on iTunes. And (laughs) so we were one of the first, but it has really taken off. Uh, but that is that is one way that we offer a tremendous amount of education. We also do webinars, uh, profiling different parts of the country where it really makes sense to invest. One of the biggest mistakes people make is is jumping into real estate, which is a high a high priced item. You know, it's not like you you're you're spending a couple thousand dollars on stock or even a few hundred dollars. You're you're spending a few hundred thousand usually. Yeah, it's a long term you know. play. Yeah. 
It sure is. And people take it too lightly. And so we uh, we want to make sure you understand the fundamentals that, you know, are you buying at the top of the market with no cash flow and no appreciation and probably just going to lose a bunch of money? You know, most people that is actually when most people buy. And that might be the so wrong try- time to buy, right? That is the wrong time. You do not want to buy at the top when there's no nothing left for you. Um, so and that's that's happening in a lot of markets today. So yeah, we just, we help with a lot of market research and the fundamentals and wh- where you should be buying and what you should be buying and, and, um, and how you can dramatically increase the, um, or I should say decrease the number of days it's going to take you to be job op- optional. I love that term job optional <laughs> and we're using it in the right place here in the small business society because you might be talking to a lot of those unemployables Kathy right <laughs> Well and you know listen I will le- work forever I love what I do I love real estate and finding deals and making money and helping other people make money and understand it I I will probably never just be sitting on a beach I can't even do it now you know my husband and I go on <laughs> vacation and we just can't sit so it's either got to be a surf trip Trip or a skiing trip or something. But um, so, you know, it's not that I think people don't want, you know, that there's that the retirement is something to strive for where you do nothing in life. That's we're not built for that. Um, so your audience is probably a bunch of people who have an idea or something they're passionate about and they hopefully love, love their business and what they're doing. So I'm not saying to stop that, but it's really nice to know that you could if you wanted to, <laughs> right? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Now, Kathy, you're helping people create passive income. So why choose real estate and not other forms, in your opinion? There's not very many other forms, honestly. I mean, you know, <laughs> the investors worldwide are searching for yield. And, you know, in Europe, they're choosing negative returns, which you might laugh and joke and say, what a bunch of idiots for doing that. Why would you buy something you know is going to be worth less? You know, but but all you have to do is look at Californians and say the same thing. They've been doing negative cash flow properties forever. I've born and raised here. And I don't think people knew the term positive cash flow because it doesn't exist in California. So, um, you know, it, you, um, there's very few ways to get cash flow, and 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 business is one where you have a self-managed business, a business that kind of runs itself and and pays you, um, or you could buy cars and rent them out, you know. But real estate is kind of an easy thing. A lot of people rent, and and more people rent today than they have in 40 years. Um, the the homeownership rate is the lowest it's been. I think it's actually now 50 years. Um, so the number of people who own homes it has dropped dramatically since the Great Recession and the housing crisis, and there's millions more people renting. So, you know, here you have this asset that people need and want. Um, last time I checked, they still want to live indoors and not in tents, although we have a tent <laughs> city here in L.A., apparently. Um, but, you know, and so where else? Tell me another business that you could walk into a bank and say, hey, will you lend me 80% of the value of this asset? And uh, I'm just going to put down 20%, but I get all the upside and I get all <laughs> yeah, the cash. They're just, just going to laugh you out the door. I think there's this, you know, the buzzword of passive income going around the internet right now where people think it's just easy to create some website or some business and everyone's going to flock to it and you're an instant millionaire, right? <laughs> you know, passive, it's, there's a lot of ways to 
describe passive. I mean, Rich and I have a business now that's fairly passive. We, um, you know, we, it's self-managed basically. We've hired really good people and they, they are trained well and they, they, they do a lot of the work. So we could actually disappear for a month and everything would be fine. Maybe even six months, maybe our staff would love us to leave forever <laughs> and stop <laughs> interfering. <laughs> but, um, but you know, so you can make passive income a lot of different ways, but Um, and even if you own rental properties, you're not sitting around not doing anything. You still have to manage your property managers and make sure your money's coming in and that you're doing things right. Um, so it does take some attention. Although we have found that there are some people who really don't want to do anything at all, including they don't want to be a landlord, even if it's passive. Uh, so we have some investments for them. That's more like investing in the stock market. They're, they're called syndications group, group investments where we bring in a long-term developer who's got four years experience. And, uh, we all pool our funds and buy some incredible piece of property and, and the the developer does all the work for us. (laughs) So yeah, there's some things that are totally passive, but, um, but boy, you got to make sure that you've got the right systems in place for that to work. I was going to say, yeah, the stars have to align for you to be able to sip, uh, mar- you know, margaritas on the beach for the rest of your life. Absolutely. <laughs> and again, maybe you're not built that way like Kathy Fecky right now. So <laughs> now I have a feeling that uh, I know where you're going to go with this, but you're enjoying some success. It likely wasn't always that way. Tell us about your biggest challenge, Kathy, in business or otherwise. But what really sticks out in your mind as your biggest challenge? And we're looking for some of the actionable steps you took to really embrace and over overcome that challenge? Well, the biggest challenge was what got me into real estate to begin with. I had a background in broadcasting. I had worked at ABC News and uh, CNN and uh, Fox. And um, and when I got married and started a family with my husband, I didn't want to be chasing fires and murderers. And, you know, just wasn't my thing. I wanted to be home with the kids. And so at the time, Rich's career was just absolutely taking off. He had written a book called Extreme Success. He was one of the country's top business coaches, actually worldwide. His book was translated into a bunch of languages. And I married into the name, which um, if you're German, you would you would know it means little fatty. But I married him anyway, <laughs> because he's not he's adorable. <laughs> um, so yes, he he, uh, he had just been they were fighting over him in New York for his book. I mean, things were just going perfectly. We bought, uh, he got one of the largest advances that new authors get. So we bought this big old house in, in, um, outside of San Francisco. It was like a six bedroom, 4,000 square foot house. And, you know, the two little kids and the dog. And I mean, everything was perfect. And, and we were doing what we were told to do. We were doing everything right. We were saving 10% for emergency, 10% um, invested, 10 for, 10% for things we would want, like a new car, you know, instead of going in debt for it, we save for it and pay cash. And so just, you know, we were financially sound. And then, and then Rich, uh, you know, having been a, a professional bodybuilder in his younger days and being a redhead, but tanning the crap out of his skin <laughs> so he could get on stage, um, he ended up going to the doctor, getting his routine check. And it looked like, um, it, well, it didn't look like he was diagnosed with melanoma, but the concern was that it had spread, that we didn't catch it soon enough. And um, based on initial testing, it looked like it had spread to his liver which is pretty much fatal. And so the, um, you know, the doctor just looked at Rich and said, you, you know, you got six months. So, you know, talk about a game changer. He's healthy as can be today. And the doctor was wrong and, you know, it didn't spread. And he's... So how long ago was that, Kathy? That was in 2012. So 
um, right at the peak of our, you know, like greatness, like everything was perfect. Um, we got this news. Well, so, here's to his continued health. Yeah, sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah, no, he's in. Believe me, we make sure he gets checked all the time because, you know, he's still a surfer and rock climber. He's still out there in the sun. But um, so I had to figure out, I, I really didn't believe the doctor. I, I refused to. I mean, what good would that do? So instead, I thought, I want Rich, if the doctor's right, to have the best six months of his life. And if the doctor's wrong, I still just want to take over the finances so that he can, you know, and, and you know, and live and, and get better. And so um, in the meantime, we had burned through all of our savings, all of our emergency funds, all of our investments. It was all gone. We were really, we went from peak to bottom, like overnight, uh, because medical bills are really expensive, of course. So I sat there thinking, okay, how can I be a stay-at-home mom? Because that's what I want. I don't want to go back to the news. I don't want to work 10 hours a day and become home tired and not have anything left for the for my family. And so I, um, I, I still had a radio show called The Real Wealth Show, which is still my podcast today. And I thought, okay, I am going to focus this show on how I can be a stay-at-home mom and earn money still. And so I guess that's what you call passive income. Like, how do I do that? And so, you know, I just started interviewing people on my show, people who had done it, people who started with nothing or were as downtrodden as I was at that time. And like, how do they pull themselves out of it? And so based on the advice, you know, the first thing I looked at is, hey, we got this house, right? We've got this 4,000 square foot house, six bedrooms. There's my husband and I and our two kids. How about we just put the kids in one room and rent out the rest? And so um, Rich went to uh, rock climb for the weekend and he came home to a house full of people. He had <laughs> full to of wait. strangers or <laughs> strangers. I, I just took these people off Craigslist. I mean, you know, this was, I didn't know what I was doing. All I knew is we had a mortgage payment coming and we didn't have the money. And so, you know, I, I even found this student website and I, I had, I was able to put four students in one room <laughs> and, <laughs> and get $600 each because I also had to feed them. So, I mean, it was hysterical. We had to get a new dining room table because there were so many people sitting <laughs> out and our kids got to learn about, you know, every single country out there because we would take all these international students. But that's when I learned passive income. It wasn't like totally passive, but let's face it. I had to cook for these people and I had to, you know, wait in the bathroom, <laughs> wait for them to get out of the bathroom. But, um, but it was kind of, it's allowed me to be with my children and that was my ultimate goal. And that opened up the door to like, wow, how do I do more of this? Yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just having that time freedom. Absolutely. And look, people were willing to pay that 600 bucks each. It looks like what you were getting $2,400 for one room yeah. and we're talking about San Francisco, right? Yeah. I think yeah. I saw something recently there and I think it might be a bit of an anomaly in San Francisco, obviously yeah. for, I mean, for obvious reasons, but I think the average house price was like $950,000. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> San Francisco's nuts. And, and so, you know, you can, you can command top dollar for rents, but you also, you know, have big mortgage payments. So that's, that's where we at, we're at. And it, it, it pulled us out of a difficult time. And, and from there I got hooked and, and, and at the time it was 2003. So every single year our house was gaining about a hundred thousand dollars in equity because it was just a boom, it was a huge market boom. And so, you know, we refied and then I was learning on the show 
about market cycles because I was interviewing experts, people who really understood, um, you know, real estate and how to make money from it. They weren't just salespeople. So the biggest problem in real estate is most people you go to to get advice are real estate agents and, and they're trained to find homes. They're not investors and many of them don't even own their own home when they don't invest in real estate. They just sell it. Yeah. They're so just we, looking for a commission check, right? They're just looking for commission. Yeah. So most people get their advice from them. Bad idea. Um, you know, the first, you know, when Rich and I realized, wow, we could do more of this. Um, and, and some of the experts on our show were saying, well, Texas is hot. You know, that's where you want to be. There's all this job growth and population growth. San Francisco's too expensive. You can't get any kind of cash flow there. So, you know, check out Texas. So I got on a plane and went and met with an agent. She's like, oh, let me take you to this neighborhood. There's these homes are $450,000. And how many would you like? And I'm like <laughs> I, I mean, she just looked at me like I was a dollar sign because I was from California, you know, and, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This don't cash flow either. So, you know, it, you just, there was really nobody out there helping people like me find cash flow. And so I created a business. Well, first of all, Rich and I did it ourselves. We, we figured it out and we were able to buy 150, like $130,000 homes in this area outside of Dallas that was about an hour commute because it was around a lake. But we knew that the city of Dallas was putting in a new freeway and it would make it a 20 minute commute. So we bought like 14 homes. I know we went a little crazy. We bought five at first because <laughs> they were $130,000. We were like, this is this is crazy. And so we bought a bunch of them. And then when that freeway came in, those properties, you know, doubled and then eventually tripled in value. So, you know, that's that's when we learned that there's a system, there's a way to do it. You follow the jobs, you follow the people, you follow where cities are investing in themselves with things like new freeways. And if you can get ahead of all that, you can make a lot of money. And um, so, of course, this, my show listeners were like, hey, we want to do that, too. So we created a business and made it really easy. We made like a referral business where it's like, OK, we used this property manager and we used um, these agents and these contractors. And and then those people we referred pay us a small referral fee. And bam, we had a business. Great stuff. Now, yeah. Kathy, I wanted to ask you. How do we get into this positive cash flow real estate business without sharing our dinner table with international students, without shoving our children into a bedroom that they have to share? What are a few of the actionable steps that you would recommend our listeners take to start that process? Well, it always starts with, uh, first and foremost, understanding what you're trying to do. Um, you know, what's the ultimate goal? You know, start with the end in mind, as uh, our brilliant uh, people have said before. So, um, you know, what is it you're trying to do? And and then you've got to, you know, start with the dream and then the reality. What do you have to work with? Do you, do you have good credit? That's actually an asset. Do you have a job such that you could apply for financing? Um, people don't realize they can get up to 10 loans, conventional loans that you just go into a bank and get, they can get up to 10 for investment properties. You don't just get one loan, you get you know, a lot. And so, and it's easy to qualify if you have good credit and a good job. Um, it's actually easier to get an investment loan than a regular loan because you get to count the rental income. It's, it's like treated as a business. I see. Now, Kathy, let me stop you for a second. When you have those 10 loans, say you maxed out on those 10 loans, isn't that going to hurt your debt ratios and actually being able to, um, to actually borrow the money? See, that's, that's what, that's, 
a great question and it's a myth because you get to count the rental income. So it's an asset. And Okay, so yeah. you have those contracts signed, that's as good as money in the bank. Well, that's those rental yeah. contracts signed? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, the banks want to see what it would what would comparative rents are in that area. And and they they count 75% of it. And so if you were to go buy, okay, let's say you, I'm talking California here, but let's say you were going to buy a rental property in California and, and it's going to be $500,000. Well, you'd have to put $100,000 down and then you'd have a $400,000 loan and a $2,500 payment and with taxes, insurance. I mean, you, you're talking big numbers um, and you have to qualify for that. And if you have a vacancy, well, you know, ouch. And so you got to cover that, that mortgage. But if you bought five $100,000, dollar properties, the bank looks at that and says, you know, what's the difference that the difference is now you've got five properties. If one goes vacant, probably four are rented. So the bank sees it as a better deal. And also because, you know, they, it's diversified, you know, it's not all just in one place. So if there was a, you know, let's just took with the hurricane last, you know, just that we had last month. Um, if you had one house that got wiped out, well, you know, it's different than if you had five properties kind of spread out. Um, so it's really, it's shockingly easier to get rental property, especially if it cash flows highly, which five properties would cash flow much better than one. Awesome. So I'm sort of breaking this down in my head. So instead of putting all of your money and all of your resources into one big expensive property, look for some lower cost properties across your city or across different uh, areas. Uh, you're saying to max out your max out your loan potential, is that right? Your financing potential. Yeah, there's a lot of fear that if you use your credit, it will hurt your credit, but the opposite is true. It might ding it for a minute, but what the banks want to see is that you're using your your credit and that you're paying your bills. And, and so you actually need to show that you have a little debt, basically, um, because if you don't have debt, how can you prove that you can pay it? Good and stuff. so, yep. yeah, yeah. So you need to have a couple credit cards and you need to pay those on time and, and never, ever close an account. That's not good for your credit. Um, just, you know, buy a cup of coffee and pay it off. Show that you're using it. And, and so the same is true uh, when, you, when you buy a rental property and you make those payments, your, your credit soars. It's actually really good for you. Wow, great stuff. Just lights are going off in my head right now, Kathy. This has been great. Um, <laughs> now, um, we've sort of veered off of some of the questions that I normally ask on the show, and that's totally fine. I think we've been having a great conversation about real estate, but now I want to shift to some of your rewards. Why is it so great to be Kathy Fetke? <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, from a personal standpoint, uh, Rich and I have gotten to a place where uh, a lot of our travel is paid for because I get asked to speak a lot of different places. And so the travel is covered and that's fun. Um, just this summer, I had to turn down I had to turn down the most exotic trips, first class, you know, picked up in a private jet. Uh, I, I, <laughs> so I'm like to Belize, to Australia, to Costa Rica. I mean, oh, it's, what? So just because there are too many. And quite honestly, um, you know, my daughter is a senior and my oldest one's already left. And I know that once they leave, they, they're they gone. <laughs> so um, our daughter is a senior, our last one. And, and so I just want to be home this year. But um, next year. And, and then again, that's one of the benefits of uh, being me as I get to choose how I spend my time and my time right now I want to spend with my my family and my daughter unless she can come travel I probably don't want to do it very much right now of course when she goes to college I'll I'll, I'll be busy so that's that's one thing um the other thing is that I oh you know we 
we're at a point where we really finally get it. You know, don't ever give up. Like companies go out of business traditionally within five years, right? So if you can make it past that, and we are, we're at year, gosh, um, 14 now. And Congrats, um, by the way, yep. Yeah, thank you. And we won, we got on the Inc. 5000 list this year, number uh, 1512 on that list and growing really quickly. We've been winning lots of awards and all that's cool. That's kind of more exciting for my husband. He always wanted that that award by his desk. <laughs> but for me, it is, um, it just shows that we have now the money to hire the people, the, you know, the good people. And we know how to do that. We've, we've hired not well. And so, you know, we've learned, we made it. And, and so, you know, that's just one bit of advice is like, I can't tell you how many times I hired the wrong person and went, Oh my gosh, I just, you know, it cost so much to get them out. And, but what I gained was the knowledge that today I don't do that. I know how to hire, right. And, and then we, um, you know, we're at a place where we can offer really cool things to our staff, like profit sharing. And, you know, we're looking at 401ks and, you know, just really treating our staff like family. It's just, that's wonderful. And then because we're hiring the right people, um, we're just getting rave reviews from our clients. People are just so happy. They're getting so much help. They're they're becoming financially free um, th- because, you know, we have such amazing teams across the country who find real estate deals, get them all fixed up turnkey, meaning that they, um, most of our members are busy. They are entrepreneurs. They are busy working people. They don't have time to run out and find a property and fix it up and rent it. Yeah, they can't do that. So we, we do that for them. So we brought on a six Sigma guy He's expensive, but worth it to make sure that all these teams are doing things exactly to our standards so that our members get a really quality property and and that, that's cash flowing already. So and they're awesome. Raving. Yeah. And just having that, I was gonna say, just having a big impact on your staff, which again has a big impact on the community out there. Sorry to interrupt, but continue. No, but that's it. I mean, you know, when you it's like all the wheels are turning finally. And and Rich is very, very active in that. He he is um, a business coach, as I said, and so he's turned that into just our company and coaching our our staff and um, it's just, yeah, everything's working. So, but you know, just like 13 years ago when everything was working and suddenly it wasn't, you know, you just really can't get attached to anything. You just have to every day be grateful, <laughs> just be grateful. You know, it happened, happened overnight over a course of 13 years, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So every difficulty we have prepares us for, um, the kind of the next level. And so it's like how we deal with it, what we learn from it and how we put systems in place to not have that happen again is, is all what takes you to the next level. Absolutely. Yeah. And sorry, I was just going to say, am I seeing this right? That Rich is the president of the professional and personal coaches association. He was, yeah, he was, yeah, he was the president of that. And then he, he was instrumental in merging these two coach associations into, uh, what is now the international coach federation, the ICF, which is the main, um, organization for coaches. Yeah. He was, he was one of the main guys to create that and make it happen. Good stuff. Yeah. We'll be sure to link that up in your show notes page if that's all right, Kathy. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. So he's a big influencer. You're a big influencer. Which influencers do you follow online or otherwise for your own motivation and inspiration, Kathy? Hmm. I mean, everyone probably says Kiyosaki and I hate to be so repetitive, (laughs) but it is, um, 
I mean, obviously so much of his lessons on having businesses that run themselves and, um, and investing in assets that create cash flow. That was a big eye opener for me, but also yeah, how, absolutely. But how he did it where he, I guess it's, oh gosh, I'm scared to even say this name out loud, but one of the people running for president right now <laughs> has, <laughs> um, has, um, you know, marketed his name just like Kiyosaki and, and, um, nobody can take that from you. And so it's, it's, there's something about building a brand that people want and will and will license. And so I always admired how Kiyosaki did that. I think he, you know, I think cash flow is its own thing now. He just licenses it to someone else. And and I think that's what Rich and I are building is a brand that we could eventually totally experience um, passive income by by just selling and licensing the brand. All you just have to say is the word Fetki, right? That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> Kathy, allow me to shift here. Let me ask you this. Do you love to win or hate to lose and why? Well, of course I love to win. That's the <laughs> best. But um, but I've been a loser a lot of times and it's okay. It's like I said, it's it, those times that um, that show you who you really are. And, um, and, and where you need to grow. Uh, one of my husband's best friends is Hans Florine and he is, um, very famous for being one of the fastest rock climbers in the world. He's, he is able to climb El Cap, which is like 5,000 feet. He can do it in like two hours. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> wow. Like it's not human, <laughs> but there's this other, um, other German guy, these two German guys who, um, are also not human that way. And and these two are constantly battling. So Hans will win the world record. He'll do it in two hours and 34 minutes or whatever. And then these Germans are like, oh, oh yeah, we're going to come out and beat that. And except they do it in a German accent and then <laughs> they um, come out and do it in two minutes and 31 minutes or whatever. And then Hans, you know, instead of being like, oh man, they, they beat my record. Now I have to go do it again. He's like, yeah, awesome. Now I have to even be better. And so that I learned from him to to just look at every competition, everything as ah, this is awesome. This is just an opportunity to get better. So I was going to say that is a perfect opportunity to improve and uh, optimize your performance and just get better overall. Yeah, just get better. Yeah, Hans is like, man, if there was nobody that could beat my record, then I wouldn't keep going. You know, going to stagnate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, Kathy, what are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? Oh, um, I love yoga. Um, I love hiking and biking and surfing. I live in Malibu now and there's just like 27 miles of, of, um, open space. So I love nature. Um, we bought a house that has uh, just an incredible garden. And I'd like to say that I actually put my hands in the dirt. I, I don't, but I walk around in it and look at flowers. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe someday, maybe in a few years, I'll actually be the one doing the gardening. But I do love being there, um, just being with my family, cooking. I love to cook. Um, and then travel, of course, is always fun. <laughs> awesome. Now, boil this thing down for us. What is the one piece of advice you want to leave with our listeners about investing in income-producing assets like real estate? Uh, well, there's nothing I know, nothing, where you can get leverage, where you can walk in a bank and only put 20% down, have the bank put up 80% on an investment. I mean, there's nobody else doing that, but you get all the upside and all the cash flow. I don't know any other investment where you get such ridiculous tax write-offs. I mean, Donald Trump exposed that to the world. He paid 
almost no taxes. Well, as terrible and as criticized as, as that was, that's what we teach. You know, I mean, it's it's legal and it's available. You don't actually have to pay taxes if you do real estate right. And um, but as a result, you know, donate, you know, so we give it 100 percent of all income that comes in on our educational programs to charity because we know that we're getting amazing tax deductions. Um, so there's that. Oh, well, and yep. then the asset protection, I don't know any other investment that protects you. You could be totally anonymous. Nobody, I mean, you could look me up and not find anything that I own. So, you know, amazing asset protection and, uh, and then the ability to pass that on to your, your children. It's like a cash flowing asset that you can pass on and it lasts, you know, a long time. So, um, you know, so that there's so many benefits, but don't jump in and just buy the house next door or some property that, like you said, looks like a good deal online. It's not that easy. It's easy, but you, it, it's simple, but not easy. I guess you've got to know what you're doing. You've got to know the fundamentals. I put all of that in a checklist, the fundamentals in a book I wrote so that it could be in one easy read in an afternoon, but that you know exactly what you need to do so you don't mess it up. Kathy, if we want to learn more about these fundamentals in that particular book, if we want to join the Real Wealth Network that already has over 16,000 members, or if we want to listen to more of your expertise and wisdom on your podcast, how do we find you? Uh, realwealthnetwork.com is our website, realwealthnetwork.com, and you can join for free. On that, you can also sign up for, like I said, our even higher level education, where 100% of that, not not the profits, but all of it goes to our FETKI Foundation, or I should say our uh, Real Wealth Foundation. And um, and then my book, Retire Rich with Rentals, Retire Rich with Rentals, you can get that on Amazon for 20 bucks, or I think a couple bucks on Kindle. And then um, finally, The Real Wealth Show on iTunes. Awesome. Uh, just want to ask, is that available as an audiobook? Not yet, but you are not the first to ask. So I think I better just go ahead and do that. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, we love audio, so we'll be on the lookout for that. I'll make sure to include links to everything in your show notes page. Just want to say thanks for making the time to join us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. This has been great. You take care. Thank you. You too. Looking for more great audio content? Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy for a free audiobook download and access to a library of over 180,000 titles. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 